12-sided stories is for mature audiences and often deals with topics that may be difficult for some listeners. Discretion is advised. to episode 5 of Unquiet Blood Hellfire, a game of Vampire 5e. I'm your GM, Mac Beauvais, and I have some players with me that get to introduce themselves and save me a lot of time doing that. Uh, let's start with Pooja. Hello, I am Pooja, and I am playing Malice, you know, to her close, close friends. They know her as Rithika, but none of these people are... <laughs> in that category so you could just know me as malice hey i'm michelle and i am playing blanca and she is uh you know your 80s mean girl and she likes teaming up with malice to be a mean girl it's kind of fun it's so good hi <laughs> <laughs> i'm wes and i'm playing simon vance and uh, he is just trying to figure out all the different puzzle pieces and where they all go. Hello, I am playing Trix Pool, short for Bellatrix. And, you know, she is kind of informed with like everyone else, but uh, is sticking to her own little sphere. I guess we'll see how long that lasts with all of us. Hmm. Before we start, please consider supporting the show through Patreon or on coffee.com spelled K-O-F-I. Now, on with the show. So let's see, to recap last time, mostly you talked to a bunch of different people gathering information to really understand how to wiggle your way into the Crypt Club and figure out what's going on with them. You were able to find out that they have got a sort of shell company that they're doing everything under called very creatively Old Bloods and that Jerry George Esquire is the lawyer for them though he has not been contacted yet. Blanca started some shit on the Neighborhood Spy app to try and get some hubbub going on about the goings-on of Crypt Club and that maybe it's a disturbance to the neighborhood. We had Simon working with Pietro Donovan to try and get the liquor license revoked for Crypt Club, but Pietro's request is that he wants entry again into the Lakeside Country Club. Trix talked to Jillian Soros about getting some information because she's former Camarilla, and there was back and forth there by way of money exchange. And then we had Blanca and Malice decide to just go to the club itself and see if they couldn't talk to Niven. And they were allowed inside, but a bright as the sun flash of light blinded them and remains on as they entered the door. 
And that's where we're going to pick up. I believe that we had to hit a pause on Blanca having a role because you had your heightened senses going and now you are being bombarded with this floodlight. Let's do a roll about that. I got a 10. Oh, oh, okay. So you're able to react quickly. It was dark when you entered, you heard a slight click and knew that something was coming and you were able to kind of dampen your senses real fast so that you weren't going to be overwhelmed. However, both of you are still blinded and you feel very suddenly like a security pat down. Like both of you are feeling like somebody is definitely searching for weapons and there's no conversation that's happened. It's just they've like immediately sprung into this mode. And after you've been thoroughly patted down, you just hear a voice because the light doesn't go down. What do you want? Well, as we said, we would like to have a conversation with Niven. I see no reason to let you speak with him at this point. We know who you are. Well, of course you know who I am. We also know what business you work for. Hmm. Yes, but I hate to be blasé about it, but recent events have shown us that it is possible that the ways once thought lost were on the rise, as it were. You don't need a tap dance around the subject. I don't tap dance, darling. I do aerial. The light clicks off, and as your eyes adjust back to the normal darkness, it's pretty dark inside this club. There's a auxiliary light in there that's sort of a red, almost like being backstage. It's definitely the employee entrance to this building. There's a very lanky, beautiful woman standing in front of you who's got this really beautiful dark skin and very piercing eyes. And she looks jacked. (laughs) So you can kind of assume that this is somebody working on their security force. Again, I see no reason to let our competition have a meeting with Niven. There's nothing on the books and he's busy. So you can just turn around and go right back the way you came in. Hmm. And I'm sure that Niven would be very, very interested to find out that you let such a coup just walk out the door. Are you honestly trying to convince me that you want to switch teams? You say teams, I say I look for opportunities. And honestly, where my star can shine the brightest. You hear a whir and you realize that there's a security camera in here as well. And it's that same sort of refocusing sound that you heard before. And you hear somebody come on over the radio that this woman has on her hip. And you hear this kind of crackly voice go, I'll speak to them, bring them to the security room. No in person. And she picks up the walkie talkie from her hip and goes, whatever you say, boss and then turns back to you and says, come with me, and leads you down a short hallway into a side room that has got all of their security cameras, all the footage there. She very quickly goes and flips off a bunch of the televisions so that you're not able to see more than you should be seeing. But one remains on, and it is revealing an office that looks very sparse but intentionally sparse very put together and a vampire leaning up against the desk kind of arms crossed he's got a pencil thin mustache he says i'm niven what do you want 
Um, before we answer him, do I sense anything besides like a camera in the room with my heightened senses? You know that there's been a lot of coming and going and it's mostly vampire activity. It's not really that different from the security room back at your club. The gal who ushered you in there is still standing there and she's actually taken up a position blocking the door with her arms crossed. Of course she has. (laughs) (laughs) And Niven goes, you've come to speak, so speak. Well, I came to meet. This is as close as you're getting. I think that given current technology of these days that this should be acceptable. No different than a Zoom call. Hmm. Well, they do say that live performance is dead. And he just kind of blinks at you and shakes his head a little. Can can we get down to it? I'm a very busy man. Yes, of course. Um, Since you are all very much fans of plain talk, it has come to my attention that you are putting back together the old guard, the old ways? In a sense, perhaps. uh, That could be said. And the old guard was always very good to me. And I would like to be good to them in return. How do you propose to show loyalty in that case? Well, that's what this meeting is about, isn't it? Is it? You came in here uninvited, entirely uninvited. We were content to leave you to your little machinations for a time. And now you're here. Yes, because opportunities are what I do. And why leave one sitting unused when it could be to our mutual benefit? What do you propose? I propose that there is a mutually beneficial arrangement that can be made for both our sakes, that in return for arrangements, that we have access that can be beneficial to you. For someone who doesn't tap dance, you're doing an awful lot of it right now. I want to talk business terms. What are your terms? Blanca, do you want to deal with the minutia? Blanca's a little lost as to what Malice's uh, endgame is here. So (laughs) she's like, "Um, well, we're wondering, first of all, just why, why set up directly in competition with us? There are so many other big cities. There are so many other places you could have set up. Why here? Yes. It's true, there are other places I could have set up. However, this is a prime location. This is where I chose to be, and I find your little club of very little consequence. So little consequence that you just felt you had to poach talent and felt you had to, I don't know, be a dick? Poaching such an ugly word. They willingly chose to come over here. They know a good deal when they see it. Yes, and of course. I mean, if the caliber of talent that you want is... Um, mediocre, then for the most part, you have succeeded. Your little jibes and jabs really don't phase me. As I said, I'm a very busy man, and unless you have something to offer me, we will have to discontinue this meeting. Oh, Niven, what I am offering you is information about the inconsequential club that you seem to be orbiting around in return for a position here and the higher caliber of talent that I have under my wings. Here's my question to you as a player. Are you genuinely interested in joining him or are you trying to manipulate him? 
trying to manipulate him. Okay. We're going to need a persuasion and manipulation roll. Difficulty is going to be nines. Okay. Can I do a manipulation and subterfuge? I say, as I have impeccable lies and subterfuge. <laughs> this really feels more persuasive to me. Okay. I mean, it's fine. I have. This is a lot. <laughs> yeah. It's just, uh, yeah, I, I feel like they're, you're still talking with tones of persuasion to, to my ear. I have a nine and two tenths. Holy shit. Okay. Which is, you know, it's nice to balance out that one, two, and three that my other dice roll. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, yeah. Okay. That was a really good roll. This is, manipulation is what I do. <laughs> <laughs> he stops and thinks for a second and kind of strokes his little pencil mustache. Says, if you are serious, then I would like an offering of some sort. I want more than just information. I want blood. You want the blood supply? No, I want to know that you really are loyal and are willing to do what it takes to get to the top since you seem to be such a career climber. I think it would be a lot more difficult for your little club to open if there weren't a general manager overseeing it. Ah, of course. The means are up to you, of course, but I demand the strictest of loyalty, as you understand, and I can't be wooed with proffers of information. Hmm. I have information. What I need is to knock over the dominoes. Well, that sounds like a fun little game that you would like to play. All business is a game, ma'am. And here I thought it was just all an act. Um, all right. Understood. Well, then I expect to hear back in the near future so we can draw up contracts and uh, cross the T's and dot the I's. Yes. Look forward to seeing you again. And I really hope sincerely that you mean what you say, because whilst your club has been the proverbial fly in the ointment, your coming here makes it more of an irritation than it was before and more urgent to deal with. And I hope you understand that. Of course. And the camera cuts out. The gal who is guarding you all, you know, kind of uncrosses her arms and says, okay, time to go. Yes. That's usually what happens when the show is over. She just blinks at you. And unless you struggle to do more, is going to escort you back out. I'm good. Yeah, I'm fine. And as she starts to close the door behind you to the club, she goes, tell my daughter I said hi and closes the door. Whoa. And we're going to swap over and see what everybody else is doing. Because there's still some evening left. Because I believe that we were still pretty early into the evening at this point. Let's swap over to Simon. What are you up to while this has been going on otherwise? I know that you've kind of got your laundry list of things going on right now. <laughs> yeah, I kind of do. So I was going to contact Tammy, who I know is part of the Lakeside Country Club board, and see if I could persuade her into allowing Pietro back into the club. Okay. So I, I give her a call. All right. And I say, uh, Tammy, it's uh, so nice to speak to you. This is Simon. I was wondering if we could do some business together. What kind of business you got in mind? Do you know Pedro? Uh, do I know Pietro? <sighs> I know, I know. Did you know that he's been harassing people at the country club? 
Oh, is that what happened? Okay. Thinks he owns the place. We banned him recently. Well, that's what I'm calling about. Unfortunately, he's in a position to do something that I need to get done, and his price is to get back into the club. Now, I understand the problem with this for you, and he only needs to be there long enough to do what he needs to do for me. What would it take to work out some kind of deal with you to make that happen? I mean, the man is unscrupulous. Why? What is it worth to you? Because you know I'm going to have to beef up my security on the days that he's there to make sure that he doesn't continue to harass everyone and to convince the other board members to let him back in in the first place. What are, what are you offering that can really make that headache worth it for me? Well, I don't know what to offer, whether it's money or besides me possibly speaking with him and conveying that this is only a temporary arrangement and that if he continues to act the way that he's been acting, that he can be thrown out again instantaneously. But is there something that you know that you need? Something on your mind that I could maybe possibly help with? Anything. Anything. That's what they always say. Anything. We're doing well as it is right now. However, membership is flagging a little bit, uh, especially given the economy, even with our standard of clients. If there is some way to do some kind of funding for our club in some way, I'm not talking about something that just benefits me, then maybe there's something we can do here. Maybe a private donation of some sort to the club itself? And I want Pietro to sign that he is not going to cause problems at our club anymore. Documentation will be drawn up. Okay. How much are you thinking for this donation? Oh, you know, uh, maybe 30 grand. Okay. Now, out of character, is 30 grand something I can swing? Probably not you personally. It's it's a it's a big chunk of change. Yeah. You're you're definitely following the rabbit hole of, you know, somebody wants something, yeah. another person wants another thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Or you can try and convince her otherwise if you've got some other skills that you want to chase things down with too. Actually, how rich is uh Pedro. Uh, he is very well off, but he will probably bulk at that amount of money. Well, that's where a manipulation role will come in, as I will try to get him to pay it as, look, I, I can get you back in, but you have to sign a, a waiver saying that you're not going to fuck around anymore and, you know, that you're willing to pay a donation to the club. Uh, that's the only way it's going to work. Because honestly, if this doesn't go through, if I can't get the stupid liquor license revoked, it's not the end of the world. So I'll say, okay, to Tammy, and I say, that is completely reasonable. Let me see if I can get the funds together. If I can't get the funds together, then uh, we won't be able to make a deal, But uh, which I, I completely understand. Let me see what I can do. I'll, I'll call you back. All right, so I call him back up. I call Pedro back up. I say, Go for Pedro. Hi. Uh, so I, I just had a lengthy conversation with the board over at the country club. 
and they are not very happy with you. Clearly, they banned me. Do you know why they banned you? I mean, do you understand why they banned you? It's not my fault if other people are in the way or slow or stupid. It's, I just, I'm telling the truth as it is, and I call it as I see it. You know how I am. I'm a real honest guy about things, you know? That's, that's wonderful, sir, but I'm going to have to be honest with you, too, then. If you want to be in that country club, you're going to have to make some massive changes in how you deal with yourself there. The question is, how badly do you want to be part of this country club? Because right now, it's a pretty steep uh, buy-in, and they want in writing that you will continue to act in a more country club-like manner, meaning be patient, don't be a jerk to people, and know that you are just another member like everyone else. Could you handle that? Otherwise, I can't make the deal work. But I'm not a member like anyone else. Yes, you are, whether you like it or not. No. Okay, so you don't want in. That's where we're at right now, sir. Unfortunately, that's the only way I can make it work. You have to agree to pull back on your demands of special treatment. And you have to sign a contract saying that you'll do that. Or they're going to just ban you again. Plus, you have to make a donation to the club for $30,000. For $30,000? Are you shitting me? Do I sound like I'm shitting you, sir? Do you want to do a roll about things? Sure. What do you want me to use? I've got etiquette. I've got persuasion. I've got manipulation. Let's do... Politics. Manipulation and persuasion. Okay. Difficulties are going to be eights. Okay. This is this is a big one. Yeah, because yeah. this guy is the, you're, it's a lot being asked. Yeah. Well, like I said, if he says no, it's not the end of totally. the world for me. Which so, is, which is fine as well. It's just if this is something you want to make happen, then let's see if we can make it happen. All right, I got one nine. Still a success. Cool. I'll pony up the money, but I'm not signing anything. Then you're not back in the club, sir. There's nothing I can do about it. That's Tammy has said that's the level that you have to do. This isn't a game of chicken with her. You either do what she wants you to do or you don't get in the club, sir. I'm sorry. I wish there was more I could do. It's not like I'm trying to jam you up. If if I could find an easier way, I would. But that's the ask. And he's quiet on the other end of the line for a while. Fine. I will do it, but not because you are making me feel I have to do it, but because my wife will be really upset if we can't go anymore. Oh, I'm not trying to make you feel like you have to do anything, sir. I'm just trying to give you the parameters that have been given to me. Now, for my work to get you into this club, now that we're done with all of that. You'll, of course, revoke the liquor license over at Crypt Club for us, correct? Don't let anybody say that Pietro doesn't stick to his word. I will work on getting the necessary paperwork in place to revoke it tomorrow. I would never say such a thing, and I will, of course, keep it to myself that you've done this for me. Thank you. I'll let Tammy know to expect a call from you soon. Good night, sir.
and he just hangs up the phone. So we don't have to role play, but I I will contact Tammy and let her sure, know. Sure. Yeah, we don't. Yada yada yada. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, win well, for Simon. So I'm I'm happy with that. <laughs> yeah. So the liquor license will be revoked the following day while you're slumbering. <laughs> awesome. And let's hop over to Trix and see what Trix has been up to, if anything before we end this night and go on to the next night. Yeah, well, I I wasn't continuing an action from last time, I think. Okay, I just want to give you an opportunity to do anything else you want for this evening, because I feel like we're getting close to timing for it to wrap for the right. night. Yeah, Naya, as, as it stands for now, we're just making sure we're upgrading our sensors around the club and all that stuff. So I think that is the priority. And I just made sure that we, if possible, finished our planned upgrades to uh, all of the exterior security stuff. <laughs> Let's do a roll about the upgrades. Okay and see how successful you are getting your team to to do everything and get through it. Let's see, I'll give you a couple of options here. So you can either do charisma and leadership because you're getting your team to do it. Or if you want to do something where it's digging more into the tech, let's do intelligence and tech. Oh my God. Did I give you two terrible options? I mean, it's my fault because I was just like points, but I'm like this, what, what have I done? <laughs> but it's okay. We can make it work. I think if I do intelligence and tech, right? Intelligence yeah. and tech. All right. I can do four with that. So or Okay. Four. Yeah. And your yeah. difficulty is only going to be sixes. You're just upgrading stuff. But just to make sure that you've gotten everything squared away properly. Right. No loose ends. No loose ends. Yes. And I probably also, well, that's a whole different thing. All right, first roll, rolling, rolling now. <laughs> well, let's see, it was sixes. Okay, I got a six and a nine as a success. Two out of four. Okay, you're successful. You're able to get through what you wanted to do that evening, which you know may or may not be important at some point. I hope so. Uh, and uh, before I leave, I wanna just check in on our truth telling room. Oh, and make sure that door is locked. Cause I was like, what is our, we haven't really made a protocol surrounding how dangerous that room is. So let me just secure it. I don't know. That's totally fair. You can secure the room. <laughs> okay. You can put a, a do not open sign <laughs> or something or, you know, authorized personnel only or biohazard. <laughs> Okay. Time. Yeah, I, I can't think of anything else pressing to do right now. So I think that's I'll end my my night day. Cool. So let's go ahead and roll to the next day because I or the next night, as it were, because it just seems to make more sense and it gives everybody a chance to have their plot points put into effect. So let's start with the rouse check. I got a six on my rouse check. Then you're good. Barely scraping by. <laughs> <laughs> Also got a six. Oh, I'm, I'm a little peckish. I'm okay. Okay. It's the next night and you all get a text from Josiah just letting you know that it's time that Rafi would like to have another team meeting just to make sure all of the agenda points have been shored up and see if there's anything else that you all feel needs uh, to be done. 
but you have some time if you want to get to the club earlier or do something before the club um, if you want to come together and discuss anything or not because y'all are some withholding motherfuckers and I love it. For me, I really don't have any loose ends right now, so my I'll just wake up, do the standard. Yeah, nothing special, but I'm I have my normal loadout on me, <laughs> normal weapons and demeanor. <laughs> and I'm, I'm just gonna head to the club. <laughs> if anything doesn't stop me, I'm just gonna prepare for the meeting and head to the club. Fair. Yeah, I think that I would even though yes, we're withholding motherfuckers. I think that we, in my opinion, we would probably meet early anyway, because we don't want to be caught flat footed by management. So yeah, that's yes. my assumption. I just wanted to give you the option. Yeah. So I'll go in early, but I make sure just, just as a general, cause I know I haven't said it before, but every night I wake up, I make sure that I've scheduled all the tweets, all the Facebook posts, all the Instagram posts, everything is automated through like a business would be like, hey, we're going to be opening soon and all that other shit. So that if Rafi takes a look at the social media, he'll see that I'm doing the, the job and I'm trying to fly under the radar as much as possible. So sounds good. So you all end up at the club? Yep, I think so. Right. Okay. I do want to take Blanca aside before we all get together. And uh, it's obvious that Niven wants to play it cool, but there's something here that he feels very threatened by. Oh, you think? <laughs> I mean, obviously, Rafi is one of those things. But I mean, yeah, if they wanted a real power base, they would have gone to New York or Chicago, you know? Why here? Not that San Francisco's insignificant in any way. It's still a big city and it's still, you know, influential, but it's not like, it's not a power base necessarily. Not in that way. Yeah. Although, I mean, it just feels like such a, I don't know. You know how desperation has a smell? Oh yeah. Like when mortals sweat. He reeked of it. Exactly. Mm. So unattractive and a aspiring leader. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just wondering, who is that woman's daughter? I mean, she did look a little familiar, right? I mean, she's in security. I can ask. Uh, I can ask our Trixie. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> Bellatrix probably knows who. Like, I would hope that she does her job that well, at least. Oh yeah. Mm. Well, obviously, I do not currently plan on attempting to pit myself against Rafi. Oh God, no. <laughs> <laughs> just so we're clear. No, I I figured that this was all uh, just a way to get information. Mm. Can I do a roll on eavesdropping on them? Because <laughs> <laughs> you're in the club, right? Yeah. Yeah. Are you all in yeah. The club? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because I'm like, well, I do have eyes and ears everywhere. Yeah. Um. See, what do I want you to roll for this? Are you how, in what way are you eavesdropping? Are you doing it over the tech? Uh, yes. She's actually above them on the ceiling, just just watching. <laughs> 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 I pictured a zoom, a zoom cut. <laughs> 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 
Do you want to do a wits plus tech roll for me? Uh, okay. Yeah, I feel good about four opportunities here. Yeah, difficulty is six. You just upgraded everything. Okay, cool. So, which makes it easier for you to spy on people as well. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Okay, so let's see. Uh oh, I got one success. They're really trying me as seven. The rest are fives. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> it's still a success, though. So you're able to eavesdrop, but you're having a little trouble patching it because they're kind of moving as they go. And so you're having to kind of quickly swap between like different security cameras and everything to try and pick up the conversation. So you get the most of it. But, you know, it's a little frantic doing so. <laughs> me and said, Stuart, left, left uh, front of house, right, center, <laughs> backstage. Other left, other left. <laughs> other left, it's stage left, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well then after they have their, oh what, wait, are you guys done? Because I yeah. did, I just wanted yeah. to cut in before you guys finished, yeah. All this happened, the eavesdropping, and I, uh, I turned to Stuart and I just go, new security person. Oh, and uh, I'm like, yeah, let's uh, let's just look into the personnel at uh, the Crypt Club. <laughs> Stuart sort of looks at you, though, and he's like, how do you want me to do that? It's not like they're going to have the listing on their website of their personnel. I mean, unless you want me to send some guys to go take a look in person. Uh, you know, I actually... It's probably better off if I check this out with my own contacts. Thank you for being gung-ho as always, Stuart, though. Appreciate it. You know it. me, and he kind of like lifts his mug of blood at you and then goes back to watching the screens. Oh, right. Well, I gleaned that little bit of information. I think with that, I'd, I'd be fine to go down for our actual meeting. So I'm going to I'm gonna exit. Yeah, head, head down. I will also say, it, part of the reason why I was laughing was that because I would have, like, because my character was like, oh, I hope you're that good at your job, that <laughs> you would have found out who their security was. Oh, yeah, already. And it's like, immediately, like, we should find out who their security is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <sighs> yes, we're going to find out who's in there. All right. So I just show up and go to the meeting place and sit down, wait for them all to show up. And Josiah's there early as well, because he's eager and on time as always. Good to see you're on time as always and just gold star. Thank you, sir. I, I work for those. Well, keep it up. There's a lot more coming. Of course. So how goes the business? I know I'm not very high in the ranks, but is everything on an even keel at this point? It seems to be. There was something, though, that, and he kind of looks around sort of conspiratorially. I've been hearing some rumors that the Camarilla are back. Mm, that is most disconcerting, sir. In what form would they be back? I mean, besides rumors, do we have any proof? Well, I don't know if there's any proof yet. I mean, nothing concrete, but people talk and I listen. Would that be a net gain? or negative for us, sir? I suppose it depends on who's going to come out on top and where we happen to be at that time. Nosferatu has always had a hard time 
getting out on top, as you would say, sir. Yes, but, you know, I've been treated really well here. I mean, I'm upper management. No, no, I, I feel like you have been doing well here, sir, and so have I, and we should definitely keep our loyalties where we've been doing well. Who knows what the Camarilla would want from us and what it would mean for the Nosferatu. Yes, but at the same time, I mean, you don't want to be on the losing team either, so... Of course not. I mean, I'm just saying, I don't don't take that too too far to mean anything, you know. I'm just saying. Of, I would never do that, sir. I understand completely. We should remain loyal, but always keep our eyes open for opportunities if they come open. If something better comes open, of course. Precisely. And that's why you're my right-hand man. Well, you are a great teacher, sir. I am honored to be in your presence, as always. Yes. Well, let's remain loyal to each other. No secrets, okay? So, you hear something, you let me know. My index is your index, sir. At that point, I think I've made it down to the uh, the meeting area, I guess. Yeah. Hello, Josiah. Hi, Trix. It's really, wait, do I call him sir? I probably should. It's up to you, really. Or maybe Mr. Josiah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Manager son. <laughs> <laughs> Notice me, senpai. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, why is that so hard to decide now? Nah, I'm just so I'll be like, hello, Josiah. Simon, how are we doing this uh, evening? Hello, tricks. Well, I'm doing well. How's security coming along? We actually, I'm looking to Josiah because he needs to know this, uh, finished quite a few upgrades. I'll be happy to go over them at today's meeting. I think you'll be quite impressed that I gave Josiah like, hey, yeah, definitely. You're going to love this, man. You're going to be stoked. Excellent. Excellent. Not sarcasm. Sorry. <laughs> sounded really sarcastic. <laughs> it's more like, I know you think these things are cool. <laughs> <laughs> you like your race cars. Look, I got a big car. <laughs> That's excellent. I think that uh, Rafi will be very pleased to hear that as well. Happy to please. And uh, yeah, I have nothing to talk about until we get to the meeting. Yeah, me too. Okay, yeah. yeah, I was waiting to see. Are the other two showing up then? Yeah. Where are you guys? <laughs> Evening, Josiah. Evening, Simon. Evening, Trixie. You are not going to get keep getting away with, with that. <laughs> I'm sputtering, though. It really pisses me off. You, 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 you. With what? With what? <laughs> I will not answer to any other name than Trix. Thank you. Oh, I thought it was a term of endearment. We hate each other. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely, uh... My character has red hair and her face is... Well, no, she's a vampire, right? No, there is no flushing. <laughs> you start putting on rouge. This is how I feel. <laughs> I am expressing anger. Uh, well, yeah, well, I'm just like, if I could be very angry and steaming, I would be. But instead, I'm very cold and still. <laughs> As vampires are wont to be. Rafi walks into the room and dumps a whole s stack of paperwork and stuff that he's been carrying on the table and sits down and immediately looks exasperated. Side note, 
are there uh, mugs of blood <laughs> at this meeting? Are there donuts? <laughs> are there donuts? <laughs> Not unless somebody has gone and gotten some for the meeting, but you could maybe insinuate that it should have been done <laughs> okay. by someone. I look around and I go, I'm a wreck without my evening cuppa. Who's, uh, who was in charge of getting the, the blood for the meeting? I just look at Simon. <laughs> yeah, and Josiah kind of looks a little vexed for a second and looks at Simon and realizes that he probably should have been more on top of it, asking Simon to go get the blood. Oh, this is my fault. I forgot. Uh, I'm just... It's okay. We were... We were... We were I'll go and get him. Discussion, no, you know, no, this is this is my this is my faux pas. I am the social media is caught up. You all are have much more important things to talk about. I will, of course, go get us all some refreshments. I will be back post haste, and then I scurry off to go do whatever thing needs to be done. <laughs> <laughs> and. Rafi takes you at your word and does not wait to actually start the meeting. Really, this is just a touch base. Uh, I know we had one the other day via text message, but I want to make sure that we have some FaceTime as well to make sure that we are all simpatico and everything is shaping up the way it needs to. And just to make sure you have a chance to raise any red flags if you've come across them. So, and he, he kind of pats his hands together a little anxiously, like he's not really, like like something is bothering him, but he is, he's doing his managerial duty. Well, and then I'll, just because I've said it already, I'm just summarizing. I updated him on the camera stuff and that it's looking very successful. Good, good. I updated him on the truth telling room. We tested it on Simon. It went really well. <laughs> Interesting, interesting. Uh, good to know that that's there. Do we have appropriate signage outside so that nobody accidentally goes in there? We have appropriately vague signage, that, but it, it's, it is appropriate. Good, good. Uh, Malice, uh, anything else that we need to know about talent or is all the uh, everything lined up? We're ready to go. We are, of course, going to astound and astonish and are a caliber of entertainment that no one else has ever seen or can have. I also took this opportunity to add to our opening night supply, as it were. So that should be much nicer. Yes, yes. Okay, good. And it's clear that he is there physically, but he's not present mentally. Um, and in fact, I mean, there is, you know, if you would like to have a private showing, as it were, you could see the entertainment ahead of time. Get your approvals. No, no, you. I, I'm sure it's it's all up to snuff. I'm. It, it should be fine. Uh, if there's anything else. Um, and meanwhile, while he's doing this, as Simon, you're coming back with the mugs of blood. Stuart comes barreling into you. Just ah. out of the conference room. Sorry, sorry. No, no problem. No problem. And he pokes his head into the conference room and he's like, I I'm so sorry, but boss, boss, uh, I, boss, I, I need you. There's, um, and he sees Rafi and he's just 
kind of like, it's obvious that he didn't want to interrupt, but this is big enough to interrupt. And uh, he's like, you should just, you should just come see this. Uh, all right. Uh, excuse me, excuse me. Nod to Rafi. Like it's, it's I'll be right back. It's most likely uh, really, really fucking important. <laughs> so I, <laughs> I, I follow Stuart out of there real quick. And he goes, someone just dumped off a body outside. Am I, because I'm there with the blood, am I hearing this? I don't think he's making much of your presence at this moment. Which is exactly what I want. You know, because he's not thinking. That's fine. Yeah, no, but he's like, there's somebody just dumped a body off. And uh, I think I know them, but I didn't want to go outside. I wanted to alert you first. And but did you did you call Jillian? Yes. Yeah, really, really briefly. Are you telling me, and I'm walking to the front, um, you know, we're moving as we're talking. Uh, are, is is that, and I'm probably sprinting, moving really fast. So probably by the end of that sentence, I should be at the front door being like, who is that? And what do I see? So you go and just out front, there is a body laying on the ground and it is, um, it is, you've not seen her in person. You've only talked to her on the phone, but uh, Stuart IDs it as being Jillian. They basically, because Jillian's also a vampire, so, but they've basically found a way to kill her and make sure that the body got, somebody's dumped it on the ground there. Okay. It's totally cool. I just wanted to glean if there was like a specific way she was killed that I could use to like find, we use that later. But if we can't tell right now, that also totally fine. Definitely, as soon as I see that, I, I'm like, we gotta, we gotta fucking move this. How, how, I mean, we, it wasn't there when we came in. So I'm guessing how much time has passed, would you think? I mean, it's it's probably been like maybe an hour since you showed up because there was like conversations and getting ready for the meeting and like it hasn't been that long. Holy shit. Yeah, I just I was watching the cams and somebody just dumped her off in front of the building and, uh, you know, we can look at the footage, but we, we got to move this body. Yeah, that's absolutely the next move here. So I'm going to try to lift her. I guess we'll move <laughs> Well, before all this happens, I had just, you know, obviously I saw them pass and I wanted to try to be stealthy and stay with them and see what's going on. Is that possible? I think that probably everybody is frazzled enough that if you follow along, no one's going to stop you. Okay. So once Trix starts talking about, you know, moving the body and everything else, I kind of make my presence known. I say, tricks this is more delicate than i think we know at this point we shouldn't let rafi know about this right now i just get a vibe we should make it disappear and then do some research on it before we let them know i take a moment i'm just just like okay don't bring it into the club throw it in the back of a car and get it out of here and then just drive it out to the bay, throw it, throw it, get it. You know how to get rid of bodies. <laughs> and I'll call me in like an hour and we'll meet up and we'll look at the body or something and actually don't get rid of it. Do I have the number to the guy who gives me blood? You do? Get her in the back of a trunk. Meet me in 
an alleyway three blocks away from here. She's going to decay really fast. I'll drop off this blood. I won't let Malice or Blanca know what's going on because I don't trust them. And I'll meet you over there. We'll look over the body real quick before it disappears. Okay? Tricks I'm trying to do you solid. Yeah, it's just like really weird that you're jumping out of your position like this <laughs> to tricks. She's like, you trying to run some sort of... Uh... Look, if it's between having you as an ally, I, I can't trust Malice or Blanca yet. I, and I think I can trust you. So let's keep this piece of information to ourselves for right now and just see where all the chess pieces land. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, well, I appreciate your ambition and your, uh, yeah, your ambition here is pretty great. I would appreciate if you let me uh, express that I do also know things about vampires. And I'm like, I'm lift, I lift the body over my shoulder. We're taking it to the back. We're going to hide it, obviously. And we're, <laughs> I'm telling Stuart and you this, we're moving. Um, and we, if we can... We gotta see, yes, what the fuck happened to her because this was somebody who was uninvolved until a couple days ago. And I'm, I'm, I have her over my shoulder, I guess, because I realize we're strong enough. What are you gonna tell them? No, no, we absolutely need to figure this out. And you are definitely not wrong. Well, my question was, what's the cover story? Because you ran out of the meeting. Yes. So we're going to say that there is a, uh, a disturbance. Meta Saint is saying, I'll do a roll about it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> don't worry. I was like, I'll, I will let them know there's just been a disturbance. No one else has seen this. I look at Stuart. No one else has seen this but our team, right? Uh, yeah, I, I spotted it pretty quick. So, uh... All right. Well, while you do that, I'm going to take this blood into them and act like nothing's going on. Let me know what you decide. I make my way back to the meeting room with the cups of blood. I am so sorry. I ran into Stuart and there was a little bit of an accident. Here's the blood for everyone. Oh, finally, thank you. And I grab a mug and I like swig it down. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, you definitely take care of that hunger. Rafi continues to like exasperated and just antsy. And goes, well, look, meeting adjourned. Find out what's going on. Make sure everything is buttoned up. Nothing can go wrong at this point, okay? I have my management breathing down my neck. Take care of it. Uh, Josiah, can I speak with you for a moment? Any nods? Okay. Are you going to stay in the... Pri privately, we want to go to a... I want to go to a private corner. Sir, I just realized something that I missed my... Because, you know, I deal with so many different... Uh, feeds of the social media. Yes. There was this odd thing that blipped up. I haven't had any chance because I just realized it now. Um, some club followed me on Twitter. Uh, I'm sure it's nothing. They're called the Crypt Club. I don't know if they're mortal or not, but I just thought you should know because Rafi looked nervous about something. And I'd hate for this to be some kind of, you know, competition. Like I said, I haven't looked into it, so I have no idea what it might be. Yeah, I just, uh, Rafi. Well, I figured you could look into it, and then if it's something, you could let Rafi know. Yes, uh, yes, I'll, I'll look into it. Thanks for bringing this uh, to my attention. 
Of course, sir. I'm, I'm always here to help. Crip Club, you said? Yes, sir. It's, uh, it just followed me on, on uh, Twitter. And so I thought that was a little odd for another club to follow me uh, since I work here already. Well, they followed you personally? Yes, sir. They followed the, the Hellfire and then my personal account. That's why I'm bringing it up, because if it was just a normal club following the other club, that'd be one thing. But the fact that they're following me in particular uh, raised a red flag, as you would say, sir. Yes, things seem to be afoot. Keep your eyes open, okay? Of course, sir. And remember, honesty and loyalty. Yes, sir, always. You let me know what you need, and I shall make it happen. And he nods and scuttles off. All right, that's all the machinations I have for right now. (laughs) (laughs) To finish out what I was doing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so while he went back in, um, I instructed one of the crew, not Stuart, to uh, take the body to this, like we are taking it away from the location. So put it in the back of the car, the trunk, whatever. (laughs) And uh, I'm going to have them park this car in an adjacent or very close public parking lot. Like one of those ones for the metro or something. But I'm picturing that it has coverage because we are going to go back later and actually take a closer look. In fact, I might just make sure that Rafi is gone and then immediately head over there. And I'll let Simon know because he definitely saw all this happen. So he's involved. (laughs) Yeah, Rafi ended the meeting and grabbed his stuff and took off real fast. Mm, Okay. Interesting. Like I said, he's definitely irritated about something. I'm going to follow what Trix wants to do. So if Trix says, hey, meet me over here in 10 minutes to look at this body, then that's what I'll do. Cool. Yeah, she definitely, and like, it was definitely a shock to be like, are you telling me a plan? (laughs) Okay. But also, it wasn't a bad plan. So... (laughs) Uh, yes, I just wanted to give that little a little bit of a character juice there. But that is what I end up doing Like it, uh, after I see Rafi book it out of there. And uh, I'll, I'll just do a head nod and approach Simon. It's like, leave here in 10 minutes and come to this spot. And I just, you know, I'm, I have on my phone, like, over there. It's close. Of course. Um, all right, excellent. And I uh, give him a little, kind of like a respectful nod. Like, okay. Mr. Brain, you got a brain. And uh, I head out with Stuart to go to the second location. Are you going to head directly out to the body or are you going to go look at the security footage? I'm going to have... Just just curious. No, no it's, a good, it's a good plan. Uh, I am going to go directly... I'm going to go directly with Stuart to check the body since we have a timer. Gotcha. And then one of my guys who also saw what happened is going to review the footage and I want him to send me a relevant clip. <laughs> All the gotcha. irrelevant clips. <laughs> yeah. He'll send you just a bunch of crap. He's gonna send you he's gonna send you a bunch of TikToks. Yeah, TikTok and then malice yelling at people like in the club. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> so we follow Trix and Stuart to the body and you uh, Simon are you're joining them as well. Yeah, I'm, I'm right behind. Yeah, I joined them as well. So when you start looking the body over, you realize when you pull back the jacket that they're wearing, that there is a very short, perfectly placed stake 
that's through her heart. And as you're looking over the body and trying to glean anything you can, tricks your phone blips and there is a screen cap from the security footage and it's the person who dumped off the body and you immediately recognize your mother. And that's where we're going to end. <laughs> your mom's like a cat dropping a mouse off. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, this is why yeah. we don't talk. <laughs> She's always leaving bodies everywhere. It's like, that's not how you show love. Thank you for joining us for Unquiet Blood episode five. I am and will continue to be your GM, Mac Beauvais. You can find me online as at Strange Like That. That's the Twitter, Instagram, Facebooks, my website, and also TikTok now, uh, if that's your jam. Let's figure out where we can find everybody else here, should you choose to stalk and hopefully not leave them dead bodies. Uh, let's start with Michelle. Hey. Yeah, don't leave me dead bodies. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Mishulu. That's M-I-C-H-U-L-H-U. And you can find my music and Wes's amazing sound effects if you subscribe to the Plate Mail Games catalog through BattleBards. Hello, I'm Saint or Saint Spider. I'm at Saint Spider TV. That's S-A-I-N-T-S-P-I-D-E-R-T-V. Thank you. Hello, you can find me on Twitter at L-A-D-C-Girl. That's L-A-D-E-S-I-Girl. And pretty much all the other socials as Forgotten Saves. My name's Wes, and you can find me at Plate Mail Games on Twitter. You can find the show at 12 Sided Stories, the number 12, and then Side Stories on Instagram and on Twitter. You can also find us on our website, which is 12sidedstories.com, all spelled out. You can help out the podcast by giving us a shout out by donating on coffee or by giving us a review on your favorite platform. Also, check us out on Discord. We have a Discord where we talk about games and our shows and all that good stuff. So definitely go over there, join up for that. Uh, thank you so much for listening. And Mac, thank you for running. We will see you next week for more Unquiet Blood Hellfire. Bye. Bye.